I'm Cassie Hilbron, and this is the Cook It Real Good podcast, bringing you shortcuts to success in the kitchen. Today's episode is for all of the busy parents out there. I chat with Marie from Feed Your Family Tonight, who shares her secrets on how to get dinner on the table as easily and stress-free as possible. Marie Feedback is a married mother of four active kids aged 12 to 17. In 2017, she founded Feed Your Family Tonight to help busy families eat dinner together at home and recapture a little calm in the crazy. She is a cookbook author, podcaster, and has a weekly cooking segment on her local ABC affiliate. Marie knows how hard it is to get dinner on the table, whether you're working until six, running kids to after-school activities, or chasing toddlers all day. She's dealt with picky eaters, food allergies, and busy schedules, but still manages to feed her family a home-cooked meal almost every night, and she wants to help you do the same. I absolutely love Marie's tips in this episode, and she has even got me actually meal planning. Guys, this is a big deal for me. I'm a very much wing it person, but it does not serve me well. So I've been meal planning, and I've even been doing a little bit of meal prepping because I really did feel inspired by my conversation with Marie. So I'm happy that you guys are getting to listen to this chat. This week's recipe of the week is my vegetarian three bean chili. We've been trying to eat a few more meatless meals of late, and chili is now one of our favorites. We spoon it over a baked potato and top it with some Greek yogurt and cheese, and it's such a delicious weeknight meal. Grab that recipe along with all the links we discuss in today's episode at cookitrealgood.com slash 36. Now, let's dive in. Hi, Marie. Welcome to the Cook It Real Good podcast. Hello, Cassie. Thanks so much for having me. I'm so excited to be here with you today. I am so excited to have you. Now, before we get into our chat today, can I ask you, what is your signature dish? You know, I have a couple, but my main kind of signature dish, I would say, is my ginger pear chicken. It's a really simple meal that can be on the table in 20 minutes or less. I call it a manic mom meal. And it starts with boneless, skinless chicken breast, which is always a crowd pleaser, but it has a little bit of an unusual flavor where I use canned pears and ginger and then ginger beer, which is kind of like a strong ginger ale. And it makes this yummy sauce that goes with this simple diced chicken. And then I like to serve it over couscous. And in my family, that's their favorite because we don't get couscous very often. So it's an extra special treat. That sounds absolutely delicious. And when when you were talking about ginger beer, it was making me think, I don't know if you've seen it over there. I think they sell it at Costco sometimes. Um, that we have an Aussie ginger beer that's over there. It's a Bundaberg ginger beer. And oh, it's so good. If you get a chance to try it, you should. I totally will look for it. I've got a Costco not too far from my house. So I will definitely look for that because the ginger beer just adds a depth of flavor. If you can't find ginger beer, you can totally use just regular ginger ale. But I find that the ginger beer adds a little bit of a bite and it's a little less sweet. So it doesn't get so sugary. 
That's awesome. I have to try that. Sounds sounds very unique as well, Marie. I like it. Most people would be like signature dish spaghetti bolognese. You've pulled out ginger pear chicken. I like it. <laughs> you know, that's how I roll. I, I, I've got a little bit of the ordinary with a little bit of spunk. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> now, today we're going to talk about something that you know very well, about how to feed your family without all the stress making it calm <laughs> when life can be chaotic elsewhere, but the kitchen's going to be our Zen space. So let's start with, all right, you have four children. So you yes, understand running around school, sports, activities, birthday parties, everything. How do you, well, how do busy families in general manage dinner when they're doing all of those things, trying to keep on top of all of the things they have to do? You know, I, I talk with so many busy families because I'm sitting on the sidelines of the soccer games or I'm sitting in the parking lot at play practice with my children. And a lot of families aren't managing it, but I've learned over the years how I have managed it. And I'm starting to kind of share that with others. The biggest thing is so many families can't figure out when they're going to eat, let alone what they're going to eat. Because they've got a kid that's got piano from 345 to 445, soccer from 5 until 6, and they've got to be back up at school for a meeting at 7. And you've got to figure out when you're going to eat first. And that's kind of the basis. I have a three-step process for teaching families how to get weeknight dinner on the table. And the first one is plan and prep. It's the P. And you want to list your activities that are going to affect your evenings. And sometimes those activities are your kids' physical activities. But if you don't have kids or you don't have a lot of evening activities, especially if you're just home with little ones, your daily activities can affect your energy at the end of the day. So if you know that you've got meetings back to back to back all day long, and when you get home from work, you know you're going to be tired, and you want to plan a meal that's simple. Or if you've got toddlers and it's the day you're taking your kids to the doctor to get their vaccinations and you know that they're going to be cranky and clingy, that is a day to plan something simple. Whereas other days, you know that your schedule is a little bit more relaxed and your kids' activities aren't quite as intense and you might have 20 or 30 minutes to actually physically cook before you have to eat. And that's the day to do something that takes a little bit more time, something like a stir fry. So you start with your activities. And you figure out when you're going to eat. And I call that set a dinner bell. So P is plan and prep. S is set a dinner bell. And once you know when you're going to eat and what your activity levels are like, that's when you plan what you're going to eat. Because you have different kinds of meals. And you may not consciously know this, but there are meals that you can that are down and dirty. You can get on the table in 20 minutes, no problem. And then you have meals that take a little bit more time where you're physically standing at the stove cooking. And you want to make sure that you plan the right kind of meal for your activity and energy levels for the day. I like that. I like that idea. So like getting an idea in your head of what you're going to do for the week. And I mean, even I don't have children yet, but I, even when I came to this topic, I thought, uh, Marie, I don't know how I organize my husband and I, let alone if we had to organize the whole tribe, it already feels stressful and there's lots of things that are happening. So I like the idea of like actually taking the time, think about what you've got, what time's everyone going to be home, what time are you actually going to be eating dinner and then planning around that. I like that process. That's, that makes sense. Well, let's, let's expand on that a little bit more. So you, okay. So that's, that's your steps. And then what else can, can parents do to, 
plan their weeknight betters a bit more to, you know, recapture a little bit of calm in their crazy day? Here's the deal is you need to, again, think about your energy levels, but the magic of getting your meals planned to keep yourself from hitting the drive through or having cereal for dinner every night, which there's no shame in that. If you're feeding your family, you're doing fine. But most of us want to avoid that. And the magic is to always have a backup. And what I call a backup is any meal that you can get on the table in 20 minutes or less with ingredients that you keep in your house all the time. So one of my favorite backup meals is chicken noodle soup because I always have frozen chicken broth in my freezer. I have frozen chicken meat that I've had from roast chickens in my freezer. And then I take a box of noodles from my pantry and I boil them up with the chicken broth and the chicken meat and I'll take a bag of frozen veggies or cut up some fruit and dinner's on the table. Or I'll make bean quesadillas with tortillas and a can of refried beans and some cheese and I'll serve that again with some frozen veggies or some cut up fruit, 20 minutes or less, dinner's on the table. Because what happens is everybody's going to have a day where they've set a plan and their plans are going to fall apart. And if you have a backup, you're ready for that. And 20 minutes or less is faster than running to the grocery store. It's faster than running to the drive-thru. The, the stress of going through the drive-thru is just one more thing you have to do. And it's one more stop you have to make. It's one more piece of your day. But if you have something in your pantry or in your freezer all the time that you can pull out at the last minute when life happens, because we all know life is going to happen, then you're going to start recapturing that calm and the crazy in your home. And you're going to start taking control of your family meals rather than letting life happen to you. I love that advice. And I have a few of those meals as well. Like when you come home and you're like, I have nothing, I've put nothing out of the freezer. I don't know what I'm going to have. I'm just going to default to this is what I have all the time. So one of mine is like a veggie stir fry, like whatever's in the bottom of the crisper, cut it up, get it, get a packet of ramen noodles. I don't even get any fancy noodles. Just get a packet of ramen noodles, cook them up and put it all together with some soy or oyster sauce. And that's done. Like it's just easy. here will use breakfast for dinner as a quick and fast meal. You know, they've got some eggs that are always in their fridge. They'll scramble up some eggs and they'll have a box of pancake mix and they'll have eggs and pancakes for dinner. It doesn't have to be fancy. It doesn't have to be gourmet. It just has to get your family fed. And that's another thing for busy families is that everyone has a season. And when you are chasing kids around, it's not the season for gourmet meals. I mean, you can have the occasional ones here and there, but most of the time you're just trying to get everybody fed without complaining too much. And a lot of parents kind of feel bad about that, that they're just doing really simple, basic meals. And I say, focus on simple, basic meals, because that's, that's, that's the season of life that you're in. Absolutely. And that, that makes total sense as well. And that like giving yourself some grace is important as well. I think that sometimes we beat each other up, whether it's we'll beat ourselves up. Sorry. I should say whether it's, you know, coming from, I know my friends and family suffer from like that mom guilt sometimes or whatever it is, but ultimately fed is best. So you're just going to get the food on the table. Everyone needs to eat and everyone's doing their best at any given time. So these tools are going to help you to hopefully make that easier 
but there's no shame in your game. If it's cereal for dinner one night, you did your best. <laughs> Cassie, a hundred percent. I could not agree more. That is just, that's just it is we're all just trying to get, you know, from one day to the next and find some joy in the process. And for me, family dinner is about being with your family. And sometimes that means I have one kid that's eating dinner at four o'clock in the afternoon and another kid that's eating dinner at eight o'clock, but someone's always with them. You're not going to eat alone in our house. You've always got someone with you. And that's the time for connection with your family, connection with your loved ones. It's the time that you can sit down and take a few minutes. And sometimes it's just a few minutes. I mean, there are times where we have 15, 20 minutes to eat before we move on to the next thing. But in our family, we really make it a priority to take those 15 or 20 minutes when we can. That is important. I know growing up, uh, we weren't allowed to eat dinner without being at the dinner table. That was, that was one rule in my house, but it was special to always have that ritual of sitting down and eating together, asking how your day was, knowing, um, you know, how, what's happening with everyone, even if it is just a quick catch up, then, you know, we went, went to, to our rooms and whatever else for the rest of the day. But there was that period of actually, hello, how are you? <laughs> it's so true. And there's research out there saying that the outcomes for children who eat regular family meals are incredible. They usually have higher grades. They usually are more successful adults. There's so much research out there saying that regular family meals, and it doesn't have to be dinner. It might be a regular family breakfast, but regular family meals really do improve your child's outcome. So you kind of touched on this before about saying um, what you do on nights when everyone's not home at the same time. So if dinner's normally at seven and you have someone out of an activity, how do you handle that in your house? You know, there's two ways. I teach families to set your dinner bell, which is when you plan to eat either one, when the first person has to eat. So that might be four o'clock in the afternoon or set your dinner bell when most of the family is going to gather and then have an early plate or a late plate for the stragglers that are running in and out of their activity. Although I've got to tell you, I have a friend, Shannon, and you know when her dinner bell is? It's at 10 o'clock in the morning. She, yeah, she has a daughter who is a competitive dancer and a son who plays football, a husband who's a dentist, and he works late one or two nights a week to get patients in after their work hours. And so she gets up, gets everybody off to school, and then comes, goes to the gym, comes home, and fixes dinner, puts it in glass containers, and puts everybody's name on it. And whenever that person is home, they pull out their dinner, heat it up, and she usually sits down with them while they're eating. But the different kids and her husband are coming in and out over a two and a half hour time period at night. So she just fixes dinner in the morning. And, you know, that's how she's made it work in her family. And I think it's brilliant. I love that she's found a way to make family dinner possible, even though her family is never home at the same time. So what I do in my family is I usually try and have dinner ready when the first person needs to eat. And on nights that I know I've got people eating in shifts, I will have a meal that either sits in the crock pot or it simmers on the stove or it's something that I can pull out of the oven and take a portion out as I need to. And so that's part of planning your meals around your life. I post my 
weekly meal planning sheets on Instagram. I'm at Marie Feebach on Instagram and you can take a peek at them. And it has a place for what I'm eating, but also the time that I'm eating. And if you look closely, sometimes you'll say six o'clock slash shift. And I know when I've got kids that are coming in at different hours, I need to have a meal that sits on the stove or is in the oven. One of my favorite meals for nights like that is a soup. I have got a simple chicken tortilla soup, or sometimes I'll do a chicken noodle soup that can just sit on the stove on low and people can just come and get what they need and get their servings whenever they're in the house. That's a great idea. And I was actually going to ask you about the weekly meal planning sheet before we go, because I see you post it every week. And I think that's such a great idea to show people like how you are planning and everything like that. So you have that available on your website. Um, I have it as a download for your listeners. If oh, you go thank you. Feed- oh, you're welcome. It's at feedyourfamilytonight.com slash plan because it's a meal planning sheet and it's there and all you have to do is click and get a little download and you can print it off as a full eight and a half by 11 or you can print it off as a half sheet and I recommend printing off several of those sheets. Put those sheets where you do your meal planning. For me, I do most of my meal planning in my car because I'll drop my kids off at school and then I'll set my meal plan for the week and then run to the grocery store. Or sometimes I'm meal planning after I'm leaving the television station or after I've gone to the gym. But I find that most of my meal planning happens in my car. And you might be meal planning in your house, in your kitchen table, and that's great. Just make sure your sheets are there. But if you are like me and meal planning your car, you just have a stack of those sheets in your car ready to pull out. Awesome. Now, Marie, can you let my listeners know where they can find you? Oh, sure. I am at feedyourfamilytonight.com. I have a podcast, the Feed Your Family Tonight podcast, and that's linked there as well. Um, on Facebook, I'm at facebook.com slash feed your family tonight. And on Instagram, that's kind of the one off. I'm at Marie Feebach, M-A-R-I-E-F-I-E-V-A-C-H on Instagram. Awesome. And I'll make sure all of those links are in the show notes. I have really enjoyed chatting with you today, Marie. I I must admit, I've learned so much from you already just following you on Instagram. And I know I've watched your live segments that are on the local news that I've really enjoyed. And, you know, even though I don't have a family yet, I still have to look after my house and make sure everyone's fed, make sure that I am eating the best that I can because sometimes I just want to eat cereal every day. <laughs> so it's a good reminder <laughs> yeah. that, yeah, it is possible to prepare ourselves very well. And I really like that. Thank you. Oh, Cassie, thank you so much. It is a joy. And I'm telling you, you have gotten me addicted to uh, sweet potato fries and carrot fries. I like all <laughs> things like root vegetable fries right now. So <laughs> it's fun. Yeah, I will turn anything into a fry if I can. <laughs> Not a bad philosophy. <laughs> thank you so much. Thanks, Cassie. Take care. I just love chatting with Marie. She is so passionate about helping families make mealtime calmer and more stress-free. And I know that you guys will have gotten so much out of her practical tips. And if you want to hear more from Marie, make sure that you head over to her podcast, Feed Your Family Tonight. 
Um, and just a quick reminder that if you've enjoyed this episode today, I would love if you could go and rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. I received an alert this week that we made it onto the charts in Canada. Look, it was like 150 on the food podcast chart, but hey, that's something and we're getting somewhere. All of your reviews count and they help us get the word out. So thank you so much to those of you who have already done it. I loved reading this one from Louise this week. Cassie is great fun and down to earth. She and her guests give really practical kitchen and cooking tips that I've used already. I look forward to the next one. Louise, you absolutely made my day reading that. Thank you so much for listening and supporting us. That's it from me, guys. I hope you have a great week and don't just cook, cook it real good. Bye.